Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's for three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go. The money now you're all what you getting in Perfect Plex Radio, got him listening Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock or whatever wrestler is hot News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop Matter of fact, let me give you more choices You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless So what you waiting on, let's get it cracking Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply We about to give y'all something special you ready? Ready? Let's go! Welcome everybody back to the Mike Knox Show. I am your host tonight, Mike. Knox, and indeed I spelled my name with three X's because, like that beat you hear behind me, I am hard. Poor people, rest in peace to the man known as Magoo from Timberland and Magoo, celebrating 50 years of hip hop. And we lost this man in his age of 50 years old. I think the hip hop community understands the impact that Timberland and Magoo together had on hip hop. So today I dedicate this show to them and I dedicate this show to myself. I am six days out of surgery, belly cut open from the rooter to the belly button, no tutor. But I'm still here in pain. Got the pillow pressed against my stomach for if I cough or do something too hard. So I will not be here before you very long. But I just had to get a couple of things off my chest today. Turn that down for me, guys. Turn that down for me in the back a little bit, a little bit. There you go. I can still hear myself. Good, good. So today on the Mike Knox Show, guys, we are going to talk about why. Why do most black wrestling fans still hate Hulk Hogan? I mean, it's, it was his birthday on Friday, right? Everybody was going crazy for, for the immortal. Hulk Hogan. I mean, even I used to say my prayers and take my vitamins and had the little blue weights and watch the cartoon show. He was the biggest thing in wrestling. Wrestling would not be what it is today without Terry Bollea. Matter of fact, I'm not going to call him by his wrestling anymore. We're going to call that man Terry. His mama named Terry. I'm going to call him Terry. So I'm going to tell you why and answer the question and you can chime in below. Comment below. Let me know. Do you forgive Terry Bollea for the things he said about that guy, and which means he represents you if you're my skin color and myself. We're going to talk about that. Also, Jay Uso quits the bloodline. He quits the WWE. <laughs> really, people? Like, why do I continually have to argue with you people when I'm always right? When I say hashtag death to dirt sheets. I cannot believe I can't even blame the dirt sheets. I'm blaming the idiots that actually believe the dirt sheets at this point. That he's, oh my God, 
his contract's about to expire. And by the time his no-complete clause runs out, it's going to be three days before all out. First of all, get a life. How do you know all this information? Second of all, it's not true. We're going to break that down. Also, the biggest problem in professional wrestling is that heels and faces, they don't really exist anymore. The tweeners have taken over. And I personally think that's the problem with professional wrestling. We need to be able to identify the heels and the faces of professional wrestling. And we're going to talk about that today as well as AEW All In. And honestly, guys, that's where I'm going to start at. So if you can just go ahead and do that thing that y'all guys do what you do what you do. And I appreciate you that you are for doing it. AEW's All In pay-per-view is coming up Saturday, Sunday, August 27th. A problem with a few things about this pay-per-view so far, right? This is not a PLA. Y'all know what a PLE is, right? That's WWE stuff. That's a premium live event. This is a event. This is a pay-per-view. The difference of why I have a problem with AEW and this whole entire thing right now is that is that you got this as your main event, right? We got MJF versus Adam Cole, Bay Bay. We knew that was going to happen. We knew that. But why is this your pre-show? Tony Khan, what the fuck is going on with you, my guy? I mean, I know people like to think, Vaughn, let me see you guys follow my social media to the Itons and Ayatollahs and Rock and Rollers holding me down backstage. 301 King Vaughn Jr., the Victorious Ones podcast. Get a shirt. Or get lost, okay? But my problem with this is that what if these two guys get hurt or one of these two guys get hurt before your biggest pay-per-view of your existence? This is the biggest pay-per-view as far as numbers is concerned. They're going to have. And you're going to pre- you're going to have this open up for this? I just think it's dumb. I just think it's stupid. Comment below and let me know your thoughts because I just don't see how this is your pre-show. I don't understand what Tony Khan be thinking. I never tried to understand what Tony Khan was thinking. I actually gave up on what Tony Khan was thinking a long time ago. But I just think this is a stupid move. On top of another stupid move, and I am a CM Punk mark. All right, now excuse me, guys, if I get a little winded during today's show. Like I said, I am six days out of surgery. I still have, I got seven incisions cut into my stomach. I still have patches, whatever you want to call them, galls, whatever, all around my stomach. Okay. Um, and I'm here. And so if I get a little winded, please forgive me. This is not who I do. Y'all know my energy that I bring. So you, you probably won't hear the original, you know, Charlotte Flair chant, but I'll probably record things. So you can always still hear it. Um, but my problem with this is also is that Tony Khan, are you this scared of Phil Brooks? This is not a recognizable title. You just let this man have a title, put an X on the title, and yet the man who is the champion, JF, has yet to speak about this belt. It makes zero sense to me in the professional wrestling world, and I do not like it. Okay. Also, let's just go ahead and dive. I'm not going to be before you guys very long today. I Again, I am very tired. I don't know if you guys can see it on my face or not. What's going on uh, to the chat room? What's going on, uh, uh, Jeffrey? 
What's going on, Michael Smith? Hashtag get the dirt. She's grand body P. Always holding it down. Bad guy Jack and his Jack Packers. Appreciate you guys as always. Hold it down. Make sure you guys, at this point in the video, as my man Eric Wright Mayweather would say, if you're still here, you're already part of the family. Just hit the like button and subscribe right now. We're not asking you to buy no, you know, no, no Sunday dinners. You know what I mean? When, no, when nobody's passing around the collection plate. It's a free like. It's a free subscribe. Subscribe while you're there. What's going on, my man Phil? My brother, that man Phil right there was my best man at my wedding and my son's godfather still holding me down. Always love from you, my brother. And DJ checking in the Zia Silent podcast. Make sure you guys check it out as well. But I just don't understand Tony Khan's thinking. I just don't. I really, really don't understand Tony Khan's thinking. Um, but I, I, I want to get into this for a second right here, if we can. Right? Can we make that a little bigger? All right, there we go. Thank you. Wrestling has been built off of good guys versus bad guys. Hatfields versus the McCoys. Cowboys versus Native Americans. Ha! Y'all was going to say it, didn't y'all? Uh-huh. You, you got me, boy. I was going to say I, I actually almost did. Um, but that's wrestling, right? When I was growing up as a child, no one ever cheered for the Joker. No one cheered. For dark side, no one thought Magneto was correct. Then we got grown, hip hop flourished. Everybody wanted to be Jaru, which is a fake thug. I love Jaru, that's my guy, but that's not who he really is, right? And, and go get 50 Cent's book, he'll tell you. He's a guy who cut his head ball, put a bandana on his head like Tupac, and tried to rap like DMX. And I was a big fan. Dice talks about it all the time that what's, what's his first album? Vinny Verdici, whatever that Joe was called. I didn't like the album too much, but I liked all the hits that had Ashanti featuring on them, right? Because I could always tell he was a wankster, right? But that didn't stop me to listen to his music. But that's what fans have become today. Wrestling fans are a bunch of wanksters, right? All of a sudden, y'all like the hill. John Cena has left the building, but when he comes back, now you cheer. But when John Cena was here, all we heard was, John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks. That's all you heard. When Roman Reigns, before he became the tribal chief, as I am the tribal chief of staff here on Unpopular Review, Mike Knox spoke with three X's because I'm hardcore. You don't believe me. Just look at me right now as I'm doing this video after surgery. This is dedication. Hard work. Dedication. I got that from my man Floyd Money Mayweather. TBE, the best ever. This is what you guys have to understand. Why would you not cheer for the, the, the big dog, Roman Reigns, but you love the throw up the ones for the tribal chief? When Rocky Maivia was Rocky Maivia, all you heard was die, Rocky, die. But when he became the rock and joined the nation, all of a sudden you want to slob on his knob like corn on the cob. I don't get it. But let's just break this down for you guys, guys, all right? What is a face in wrestling? Known simply as the face, a baby face. These are good guys in the ring, and usually the ones in the crowd are cheering for. John Cena is the perfect embodiment of a, of a face. It's somebody you cheer for, for the children. Then we have today's Roman Reigns, right? The heel, the antagonist, the guy that does whatever it takes to win a match 
doesn't matter. Pull the tights, grab the ropes, get disqualified to keep the title. Look what he did against Seth Rollins and their epic match. A few was it last year sometimes, Vaughn? You know, my mind is eluding me sometimes. When he took on Seth Rollins for the title and Seth came back out with the, with the shield gear on, he got disqualified on purpose to keep the belt. That's what villains do. That's what heels do. Then we have the ultimate tweener. He went from being a heel to being a tweener. Stone Cold Steve Austin was never a face in wrestling. Listen to me, people. A face does not go like this and say, fuck you, Dave Meltzer, and fuck you, Dirt Sheets. You see what I'm doing right here? This is heel shit. This is heel shit. This is not what good guys do. He was never a face. Ever. Okay? He's always been a tweener. A professional wrestler who is... My damn thing's in the way. I can't see the guy. There it is. Okay. What is a tweener? A professional wrestler who is neutral or morally um, neither a face nor a heel or showing no favoritism towards either alliance. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then we have heels like Austin Theory, Taz in his ECW days, Nikita Koloff, the Russian sickle. Then we have your ultimate baby faces, Sting, NWA, WCW, Rey Mysterio, Rocky, Maya, Villa. Again, look at it, guys. Look at the pictures on the screen. You got ultimate face. Give this side. Ultimate face and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ultimate heel. Ravishing Rick Rude. Guys, it's not hard. It's not rocket science. I do not understand, and I will never understand, why wrestling fans have not... Let me rephrase it, all right? Because I'm a little loopy. Let, let me rephrase it, right? I'm going to talk about Jey Uso momentarily. I got you that it's a title of the show, Jimmy. I got you, bro. I got you. It's, it's, it's called a segue, okay, in the entertainment business. We call it a segue. This is episode like 3,967. I don't know. We're almost at 4,000. I got to check the stats, okay? But I got you, Jimmy. I promise you, I got you, okay? You have to understand as wrestling fans, and, and what made me even want to bring this subject up was all the love for LA Knight all of a sudden. We have in a group chat for Unpopper Review, who's the biggest face today? Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, LA Knight. Somebody else is in there, I forget. Only one's a face? It's Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins is not a face. He's a tweener. It's not a face. He's a tweener. Why can't people understand that? That's my only problem. We have to be intelligent wrestling fans and know what they're giving us. There is nothing that LA Knight, yeah, that does that makes him a face. Yeah. That doesn't make him a face because he has a nice little chance. You like, you got to the chance. Yeah. He goes, LA Knight. Yeah. Make him a face, guys. Doesn't make him a face because before the new iteration of the yeah, when he was in NXT, he was completely a heel. Completely. Why? Because he comes out with his Stone Cold Steve Austin Wranglers on that are too fucking tight, and his wannabe fucking Timberlands, and his wannabe Stone Cold Steve Austin vest. Yeah, I told you, motherfuckers, I was switching on y'all. Didn't I tell y'all that? Fuck LA Knight. I'm gonna say it again. Fuck LA Knight. Yeah! Because when I was liking that motherfucker. Yeah! 
None of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Fucking like it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, y'all want to be y'all want to be LA Knight fans. I don't get it. So let's make me come with this subject today. Heels and faces. What's the difference, guys? You gotta don't get mad at the company. Get mad at yourself. Because when they, I think the hardest thing in professional wrestling to do today is be a face. It's easy when they come on here and cuss you guys out, talk about your city, talk about your fat girlfriend, your non-pussy getting ass motherfuckers. That's easy. But it's very difficult to come out and get you to like me. That's hard for people to do in professional wrestling. You know why? Because all of a sudden, we got the internet. People hide behind their keyboards and their cameras. They say they're from Philadelphia, but they're really from media, PA. Right? They're not from Chester. They're not from Philly. They say they're from New York, but they're really from, like, fucking uh, Flushing, New York. That shit don't count. You ain't from the Bronx. You know what I mean? That shit don't count. What does that say? It's hard to be pure. It's, it's super hard, Phil, to be a pure baby face. Fans today love Dr. Doom over Fanta- on the Fantastic Four. Again, I don't get it. That's why I'm with you, Phil. I respect a good baby face. It's hard to be a baby face. It's super hard. Again, I, I'm going to say this every time I bring up faces. I literally almost got into a fight at WrestleMania in New Orleans because I was cheering for Roman Reigns over Brock Lesnar. I get it, guys. You guys can smoke weed now because of the Chronic album. I get it now, guys. You guys can talk all the shit you want to and call me all kind of N-words behind the microphone because you may be in Nebraska and I live in Florida now and I can't get to you. But deep down in your, in, in your loins, in your balls because you have no marbles, you know you a punk ass. So wrestling fans, do me a favor. Stop being a punk ass. And like who you like because that's the story. Good guys versus bad guys. And another thing that bothered me, Vaughn, on Friday, on SmackDown, right? And I'm going to get to it in a second. On one hand, as soon as Roman came out, all you saw was this. The ones go up, right? And as soon as Jay came out, they throw the chair for Jay and Boy and Roman. What the fuck? At least when I went to WrestleMania 28 in Miami, I openly said, I'm a Triple H guy and I'm not an Undertaker fan. I respect Undertaker, but I'm not a fan. But watching him live, being around that atmosphere live, I'm screaming, Undertaker, Triple H. Because it was, it was that great of a, a scene. It's not a Taker guy. I'm a Triple H guy. Wrestling fans. Stop, 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 just stop. Cody Rhodes is pure baby face. Seth is Phil. I, I'm glad my, 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 my production manager backstage keep putting your comments up because you are the embodiment of an intelligent wrestling fan. And this is why we fuck with each other. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Since my guy early was like, we ain't going to talk about SmackDown. We ain't going to talk about SmackDown. Well, let's talk about SmackDown. But I tell you, I mean, if there wasn't a perfect time for I told you so, what I've been saying, huh? What have I been saying? You're going to mess this whole thing up because you're stupid. You're a hothead. You think with your emotions, you don't know what you're doing. You understand me? Tonight, it ain't about you and your brother. Nobody cares anymore, all right? Nobody cares. This night is only about one thing. You understand me? One thing. It's been like this for three years now. Three years. I can't believe you don't understand it. Acknowledge me. 
listen, Friday Night SmackDown is the only weekend wrestling I'm talking about. Because that's the only thing that matters. And this is why I continue to say, hashtag death to dirt sheets. You people really got to understand and get with the program, all right, people? You really, really, really do, all right? They said Jimmy Uso came out and said, I quit. Let me just backtrack, right? You saw that Jimmy comes out. Here's a beautiful part about wrestling, right? A lot of times, if anybody, one of my one of my favorite 80s classic movies is Can't Buy Me Love. And Seth Green was in this movie as a kid. And the line he said on he was he got up Saturday morning, he's watching wrestling. He said, Oh, yeah, watch this. I bet he'd kick him. If you're if you're telling wrestling like I am, at sometimes you know what move is coming next. I like mostly when I'm wrong. I love when I'm wrong in wrestling. And I'm sitting there with my wife is in bed because I'm in bed. And she, listen, my wife is not today's wrestling fan. My wife is a straight attitude era wrestling fan. But if she sees Roman, she sees Rock, she sees Lita and Trish, she will stop what she's doing to watch wrestling. Okay? Because she thinks they're all cute. She's, oh, them twins in Roman. Oh, my God. Now, oh, my God. Now, Michael from The Wire. Go watch the TV show Swagger. He had his shirt off. Michael put on like 25 pounds of muscle. She's like, oh, is that, is that CGI? Like, so my wife watches certain things, but we're watching this. I'm in bed. I'm in pain. Like, oh, God, baby. Where's my medicine? She came to me last night and literally got in my face in bed. Will you take that medicine, please? You just sitting here crying in bed. I thought I ain't crying. I wasn't crying. I was just weeping a little bit. All right? I was in pain. Shit. Right? But we're watching. I said, yo, baby, I hope. I said, watch what I say. He, the reason why he turned on him because he wanted to be the true tribal chief. And I was wrong. He said he took it to a level. I couldn't let you be the asshole like he is. I couldn't have you do that. I love you, bro. Nah. F that, bro. Super kick you. You know what? Then you know what? I'm out. I quit the WWE. I quit the bloodline. I'm deuces, ooses. And everybody went crazy. He got removed from the roster to the alumni. Intelligent wrestling fans, please come in. Come a little closer. I'm a little closer. Lumo. Hashtag wrestling is storyline. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can do this in my chair, y'all. I'm a little woozy. I went around, been around the world, and I, I, I can't find my baby. Could you motherfuckers wake up? This is storyline. Where's he gonna go? He's not gonna AEW. He's not gonna go work at Tropicana Cafe. He's not gonna go work for go to NXT. None of that's gonna happen, people. This is a beautiful storyline. It continues to be the greatest wrestling storyline of all time. I got it in me, y'all. I'm gonna pull this out. Kids, get ready. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler. I got it in me, y'all, because I love y'all. I'm here for y'all. I am the million dollar host. You are the million dollar audience. Together we tag in and out to form the million dollar connection. I got you, baby. I got you. This is great. This is awesome. And I can't wait to get more. I just can't. I can't. I can't wait. It's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Tell me. When I'm telling lies. 
That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But listen, people. Like I said, I won't be here before you long. I can't believe I've already been here 24 minutes, Vaughn. It's 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 baffling the shit out of me. But just one more time, y'all. Can we just run that back one more time for the fans and for the people at home? Just run it back one more time. <laughs> but I tell you, you stupid. I mean, it wasn't a perfect time for I told you so. What I've been saying, huh? What have I been saying? saying? You're going to mess this whole thing up Ugh. because you're stupid. stupid. You're a hothead. <laughs> you think with your emotions. You don't know what you're doing. You understand me? Tonight, it ain't about you and your brother. Nobody cares anymore, all right? No, nobody cares. This night is only about one thing. You understand me? One thing. It's been like this for three years now. I can't believe you don't understand it. Acknowledge me. Oh! Oh! So I never thought in my million years would be over the way that he's over. Put that comment back up, Vaughn. Let me let me read some of them, please. Um, I'm not like Jay Uso, LOLs. No, Chris backstage telling me to calm that shit down. Sound like Tasha Mack calling Malik stupid. <laughs> you stupid Malik. What's wrong, Malik? Somebody call you Cooper Game Jr. again. <laughs> Y'all gotta watch the game. One of my favorite shows of all time, <laughs> yo. But you stupid. <laughs> I loved it. Roman Reigns, he's very close to being on my Mount Rushmore WWE. Right now, I got it. Stone Cold, Terry Bollea, John Cena. And that fourth slot, it's really becoming Roman. It's really becoming Roman. And it's hard for anybody to disagree with that, in my opinion. But I want to bring your attention to something that bothered me a long time ago, right? And that was. This guy right here, Mr. Hollywood Terry Bollea. Y'all see him, right? And it's red and gold, looking all magnificent, right? Used to say your prayers and used to eat your vitamins. And then he got stale. Then he, he formed the NWO. You were like, that's my guy, right? I'm a, I, I love me some Terry Bollea, right? But do y'all remember this when he when he came in there and stole the belt after Bret Hart had that hard match against Yokozuna? This is when actually wrestling fans were like, "Hold on, what is Terry Bollea doing over here? Uh, I, I don't get it." Right? And then some stuff came out. Uh, let me just play it. Let me, some stuff came out, and I'll, let me let me paraphrase it. All right, I'm gonna paraphrase it for those who don't know, because the question I ask you, comment below. Let me know. Why do most black wrestling fans have not forgiven Hogan? I was talking to Vaughn backstage. We did it every week. And I said, I will never forget the video. I remember the video very, of the audio, I'm sorry, very clearly. He was upset with Brooke about her being with her boyfriend in a money situation. And he was talking in bed with his so-called best friend's SpongeBob's wife at the time. He's being recorded secretly. And here's my disclaimer. Matter of fact, I got to put it up because this is some sensitive stuff. And, and, and I need people to understand this. this game, I know how people get about racism and politics. So. 
Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. He said, and I quote, so I will never forget what he said. Damn, if Brooke has to fuck with a rapping N-word, or with an N-word, why couldn't she F with a like a N-word from the NFL or an N-word from entertaining? Why she got an F with an N-word from hip-hop who makes no money? And I remember hearing that saying, damn, that's pretty, that's pretty messed up to say. But again, what does the Bible verse go on? Those who cast the first stone or, you know, something like that. Y'all know what it is, right? I should know it better. I apologize. You know, I, I should know that that, that scripture. I, and that's wrong of me. If you type it in there, Vaughn, put it on the screen. But those who, you know, cast the first stone or, you know, your window open, you know, close that motherfucker, right? So I was like, it ain't worse than when um, Mel Gibson said, I hope you get raped by a pack of N-words, right? He, he doubled down on that. Let he who cast... Can I read them, Vaughn? Let who without sin cast the first stone, right? So I didn't really, I was like, damn, he said that, but it didn't bother me. Here's what bothered black wrestling fans, at least the majority. I can't speak for everybody, but the majority of black wrestling fans I can speak for because I have enough. I've been in this game looking up to know. Here's what he said. I want to kill myself. You were suicidal. Yes, I was. Are you a racist? No, I'm not. I'm not a racist. I never should have said what I said. It was wrong. I'm embarrassed by it. But a lot of people need to realize that you inherit things from your environment. And where I grew up was South Tampa. And it was a really rough neighborhood, very low income. And all my friends, we greeted each other saying that word. The word was just thrown around like it was nothing. Is it fair to say that you inherited a racial bias? I would say that is very fair. The atmosphere, the environment I grew up in, all my white friends, all my black friends, to hear the word on a daily basis when they greet me in the morning, that's what they say to me, good morning, so-and-so. I think that was part of the culture and the environment I grew up in. Oh my gosh, please forgive me. Please forgive me, I'm a nice guy. It's not, you know, not the Hulk Hogan that rips his shirt off and bang, 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 slams giants. I'm Terry Boy, I'm just a normal man. You don't throw good people away. If everybody at their lowest point was judged on one thing they said, and all of a sudden your whole career was wiped out today because of something you said 10 or 20 years ago, you sad world. That is the only part of that video I will give any credence to, is that I do not think a person should be held for something they said all these years later. I go back to my guy, anybody watched the CW Flash, the guy who played, um, supposed to be in Plastic Man, but didn't have the technical rights to call him Plastic Man. He got fired for making homophobic slurs, slurs like eight years ago. You know, now we have this cancel culture came along and people started digging and he, got, he lost his job because of it. Uh, elongated Man was his name, but he was playing Plastic Man. I agree with stuff like that. My problem with this and I'm speaking for Black America when I say this because you know people what I am, right? I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black. That's simply what it is. All we wanted was an apology. Men, children, daughters, sons, uncles, aunties, whoever you are right now, listen to this program. 
If you go to your significant other, friend, cousin, sister, little nook nook nam, little patsy, ain't I yella, and all of them and say, yo, I'm sorry I crashed the car, but hey, it wasn't my fault. It was a lot of traffic out there. How does that shit sound? You cannot apologize and then give a however and a but and then lie. I'm going to say this. He's a liar. I contacted, and I cannot make this shit up, 20 people that I know who either had a grandfather still alive, an uncle still alive, or a parent still alive that says Terry Bollea's age. Okay? I found two that are in Florida. It is complete bullshit that in South Florida in the 50s and 60s, listen to me, people, okay? Look at my face. It did not ever, still is not ever okay for a white person to say the N-word. Okay? Now, I know America changed in the 2000s because hip-hop came rampant and, and cities and states where I lived in, like Delaware, where some of my white friends will be around their other black friends, not around this black friend, because say that word. Every time I hear a white person say the N-word, I correct them and stop. When y'all play, when white friends of mine and wrestling groups go ahead and replay the Hulk Hogan, I'll come for you. That's not a way for you to say the N-word. It's never acceptable from you. Just like a white person cannot play the clip from Alabama. That's not for you to play. If this man would have said, I'm sorry, I am wrong, I shouldn't have said it, I apologize, shit. We'd have let it all go. But the fact of the matter is that he said here, and apologized and then said, however, and then said, I'm a product of my environment? Uncle Jerry, my Uncle Jed, my Uncle Charlie, my Auntie uh, Bernice, they're all over the age of 70. Okay? My neighbor down the street who I asked, 71 years old, who's from Florida, it has never been acceptable in those times for a white person to say the N-word. So when white people come at my man, King Vaughn Jr., 301 King Vaughn Jr. on the Twitter and on his Facebook page because he decided to play a game and had fun with the, the, the New Day beating down Hulk Hogan on his birthday, and y'all come at this man, guess what? I'm not Vaughn. Not that he can't speak up for himself because he did a very good job speaking up for himself, but I'm that motherfucker you don't want to fuck with because I'm that motherfucker who'll tell you the truth. We don't give a fuck what he said. It was the weak-ass apology that we have not forgiven him for, okay? Comment below. Let me know. Vaughn, what's some, of them, what's some of the comments in the chat, man? Give me some good ones here to feed off on. My dad is 70. There it is. What else we got? I don't like the word, the N-word. I have a black family, and I don't say the N-word. Charmaine, hey, I, I get it. What else we got, Vaughn? Yeah, I call bullshit on that, too. I don't tolerate either version of the N-word from anybody. The split second you call me that in a conversation, the convo is over. The best interpretation of how to handle the N-word to me is the blackish episode called the N-word. And the one thing I got at the most, and leave that comment right there on the screen for me, was when Andre Johnson said, listen, y'all have used that word as a weapon against us for hundreds of years. Let us now figure out how to change the word, right? We tried to flip it around, right? Y'all listen to Kendrick Lamar. He's switching to, you know, whatever. No. 
I even sometimes find myself saying it and go, oh, shouldn't have said it, right? Because we are in a different world, right? We can live, we, we can have this whole Me Too movement now and it's cancel culture now and, you know, all these things now. We as black people should be above that word now because it is completely used as a negative connotation. We can use all we want to our turn around as a term of endearment. There's nothing endearing about calling someone that when it was used to be disrespectful, to be the lowest scum of dirt. And I'm going to say this again as well. And one more time, let me just say this one more time. The words, thoughts, and opinions on this program belong to those on this program and not everybody who represents Unpopular Review or the Mike Knox Show. But some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Because it's a very sensitive subject. Okay? It's a very sensitive subject. I will never, ever accept any Caucasian telling me about slavery or racism. I will never, ever speak against Jewish people. I don't know what they went through. That's not my people. Okay? I do not know. What I do know for a fact, F-A-C-T, not an opinion, not, oh, who's on your Mount Rushmore of female rappers? Well, I got salt and pepper. Oh, uh, I got rage. Oh, 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 I got, I, got, I got the breath. That's your opinion. But the fact is this is, is that when, a black, when people look at black people, they're automatically thinking I'm black. You know, I don't have to tell them I'm black. They can see that I'm black. When you are Jewish or any other Irish or any other kind of nationality, they don't know that until you tell them. Okay, unless you, you know, got red hair or something like that. But that's, you know, in a joking way, you know, in the words of Ari Gold, who was a Jewish person on my favorite TV show, Entourage. Oh, that's a freak of nature kind of thing. Joking. And one of my best friends is half black and half Irish. Okay, but black people walk around wearing that we're black because we're automatically black. I don't have to act black or or pretend to be black. I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, I'm black. So when white America sees me, I'm automatically black. So Jewish people. Caucasian people, whatever nationality you are, that's not black. You can never, ever tell a black person to calm down about slavery or racism because you do not know what we've been through. And if the next idiot tells me at all, I live in Florida with a stupid-ass governor, okay? Stupid-ass governor. People, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. You want black people to forgive Terry Bollea? Then tell Terry Bollea to give us a proper apology. But that bullshit he gave us? This bullshit he gave us, I'm gonna play it one more time because y'all think this is this is this is real shit. Okay, he needs to apologize better than this shit right here. You were suicidal. Yes, I was. Are you a racist? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I never should have said what I said. It was wrong. I'm embarrassed by it. But a lot of people need to realize that you inherit things from your environment. And where I grew up was South Tampa. And it was a really rough neighborhood, very low income. And all my friends, we greeted each other saying that word. The word was just thrown around like it was nothing. Is it fair to say that you inherited a racial bias? I would say that is very fair. The atmosphere, the environment I grew up in, all my white friends, all my black friends, to hear the word on a daily basis when they greet me in the morning. That's what they say to me, good morning, so-and-so. I think that was part of the culture and the environment I grew up in. Oh my gosh, please forgive me. 
please forgive me. I'm a nice guy. It's not, you know, not the Hulk Hogan that rips his shirt off and bang, 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 slams giants. I'm terrible. I'm just a normal man. You don't throw good people away. If everybody at their lowest point was judged on one thing they said, and all of a sudden your whole career was wiped out today because of something you said 10 or 20 years ago, it's that world. That's the only thing he said that I agree with. He shouldn't be. And he goes, yes, that's what I say. Most black men, I can't speak very black men because here's what, one of my closest friends who I 100% disagree with, but I understand what he's saying. I honestly don't give a good God dog damn about what he said at this point. People can't continue to act like they haven't done anything morally wrong. Here's the problem, DJ. And this is why I do not like your comment or your stance. What Charles Barkley said years ago, I am not a role model. I always thought was bullshit because guess what? When you're on that TV, when you're being seen by millions and millions of people, you're getting paid millions of dollars by the people. You have a responsibility to be different. Again, you heard what I said earlier in the show. I repeat it again. When he first made the comments, I didn't care. Shit. I wouldn't want my daughter fucking with a broke N word either. Okay. Point blank and honest. You hear me talk about my daughter all the time, okay? But I'm not on national television with uh, 100 million people watching me. I'm not coming after getting caught saying something wrong, making an excuse for what I said, okay? And this is something that happens to this day that black fans and white fans continue to argue over. Caucasian people, Jewish people, Irish people, Latinas. Whatever other nationality don't have this issue. Only black America has a problem with black America. And that's the problem. Because you, some people do not understand the struggle. It's not about what he said. You're right. I can give a good dog goddamn what he said. That apology was bullshit. And that's what we're holding him on his merits for. Okay? That's where the merits are being held on. And that's where it is right there, guys. Listen, that's literally all I got in me. I went longer than what I thought I could go. I had a this week in wrestling that was there, Vaughn. I didn't play it. Um, I'm just, I'm just tired, and, I, and I'm, I'm sweating. And I went a lot further than what I thought I could do. So, uh, again, comment below on this video. Let me know your thoughts. Again, I respect everybody's opinions, everybody's thought. That's what makes the world great. That's what makes wrestling great. I'm just saying that my man, who has been holding me down for eight years, who was one of the most meek people I've ever known. He reminds me of my son, Christian. I've never seen Vaughn curse. I've never seen him write a cuss word. He's in church every Sunday. I see nothing but a gentle person from this man. Got ran through the ringer because he posted a video of beating up Hulk Hogan by the New Day. And people, oh, you bought a game. Imagine a grown ass man buying a game. It wasn't about him. He bought the game because he bought the game. But on his birthday, he thought it was funny to beat him up, and so did I. Okay? Another thing when it comes to social, net social network and social media, you don't always have to comment on shit, people. When somebody posts something that I find completely disrespectful or I don't like or completely wrong all the way left, I go, I do the laughing like button. I do the wild like button. I do the sad like button. I don't comment because that's what their thought is. If I comment, then I mean I'm ready to have a conversation. But you cannot tell somebody else what they do and why they do it. Again, I'm going to say this right here and right now. 
I find it hard pressed to believe that anybody that I know personally is a bigger Hogan fan than I was. Again, I had the ropes. I had everything this man had, I had. So when he said what he said, they're probably his own home, I didn't care. You know why? Because I say all kind of shit on the Xbox to my friends, to my wife and my friends. I say something in the bedroom. I'll be like, babe, you can't say that. I'm like, babe, I'm talking to you. I wouldn't say that on air or out loud. That's not how I really feel. I'm just, I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm joking around. So I didn't care. But when he got a chance to amend this and it says, oh, I almost committed suicide because I was going to lose my money. You, you almost committed suicide because you were supposed to be broke, right? He got suspended and black and, and blackballed, pun intended, for a year. That's it. He's right back to making money by the WWE. He's right back to getting money from, from any other organization he participated in. The surf shop. He has two of them here in Florida. One in Clearwater, one in Orlando. Still making money. I refuse to give him my money till I get an appropriate apology. Why is there, what's the difference one more time? He is on TV. I am not. He has over millions and millions and millions of people who followed him and looked up to him. He has a responsibility to make it right. And until he does, black fans just ain't going to fuck with him. But that being said, listen, guys, don't do, me, do this. Do, blah, 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 blah. do myself a favor. Wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. That's crazy. I'm out of here. Thank you for listening. Comment below. Let me know. I got to go healed up, y'all. Peace. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio. Simply, we about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready?